MIDI Innovation Vault, next-gen car T-cell therapy, democratization via advanced point-of-care production and applications. Episode 2, how car T-cell therapy is produced and achieve efficacy with format types, advantages, and disadvantages. We're speaking with Christopher Montalbano. He's the CEO of MIDI Medical Product Development. MIDI assists clients in conceptualizing and commercializing their medical devices and disposables in the biopharmaceutical industry and other healthcare sectors. How are you doing today, Chris? I'm doing well, Matt. Thanks for asking. It's a beautiful day outside at our Medical Device Development Innovation Center here in New York. I want to thank you for your in-depth interview in the previous podcast detailing various alternative types of cancer treatments. And it appeared that CAR T-cell therapy is the one which looks most promising from multiple viewpoints. Can you tell us more about how CAR T-cell therapy works? Meaning, as you mentioned earlier, it specifically targets cancer cells while sparing healthy cells. Sure. Let's first start defining what a T-cell is. T-cells belong to a class of white blood cells known as lymphocytes. They're part of our natural adaptive immune system, providing highly specific and durable protection against bacteria, viruses, and other microbes, which our body is exposed to. There are a multitude of T-cell types, each with their own functions, operating via a common set of molecular machinery. One piece of this so-called machinery is the T-cell receptor, which resides on the outer surface membrane of the cell. Receptors allow T-cells to recognize specific antigens, which are usually protein-based and on the surface of the invasive cells. So when a T-cell recognizes an antigen, it is recognizing a threat. The receptors then proceed to generate a signal inside the T-cell, instructing it to begin the process of eliminating the invasive threat. That's very interesting. So I'm assuming the CAR T-cell is a specific type of T-cell? It is, but it's engineered, man-made. Researchers have been programming T-cells to target specific antigens that reside on cancerous cells. So CAR stands for chimeric antigen receptor and acts like a native receptor, yet is programmed to target the cancer cells of interest. Once the CAR identifies and attaches to the cancer cell, it signals the T cells to destroy the cancerous cell. That's tremendous. Although, how do the researchers get the CAR receptors to appear on the T cells? Great question, Matt. It's a genetic process by which foreign DNA or RNA is introduced into the T cell, instructing the cell to express on its cell membrane CAR receptors. What is important to know is that this therapy is considered a living drug and at a high level has a workflow as follows. So first, the patient's T cells are collected from their whole blood at a hospital or at a cancer treatment center. Next, the T cells are frozen for transport to a lab that will produce the CAR T cells therapy in a sufficiently large quantity. Genetic manipulation methods are used along with what is called expansion to allow the cells to multiply into a larger usable, usable volume. And lastly, the CAR T cells are then frozen for transport back to the hospital, thawed, and intravenously infused into the patient, usually a one-time session, providing a tremendous lifestyle benefit to the patient since it's only one time. Note that the patient may receive a low dose of chemotherapy before the infusion to lower the number of 
other immune cells in their body, allowing the CAR T cells to work more effectively. And then another note is, and an amazing fact about CAR T cells is that they continue living in your body, destroying cancer cells for months after the infusion. It's a true living drug. So Matt, what I just described is at a very high level and specifically for one type of therapy called autologous CAR T cell. We will get into more specifics about these CAR T cell production steps and delivery to the patient in subsequent podcasts, then recommend advanced methods of optimization resulting in that therapy democratization. This is all quite interesting. One thing you mentioned earlier in the podcast is that there are different format types for CAR T-cell therapy. What did you mean by that? Well, that would be a good topic to cover now before we go into a deeper dive on the technical side of things. So at a high level, the two main format types are ex vivo and in vivo. So the ex vivo approach, meaning the CAR T-cells are created outside of the patient's body before the therapy is introduced into the patient. There are two subcategories of ex vivo, which include autologous and allogeneic. So with autologous, the T cells are harvested from the patient's body. That's the source of the material. For the allogeneic, the T cells were obtained from a healthy donor, their blood or their stem cells, which are found in the, in the bone marrow or alternatively using an umbilical cord blood. Now, let's talk about in vivo. So the in vivo approach, meaning the CAR T cell is created inside of the patient's body, the way this works is a viral vector is used as the vehicle to deliver genetic information to the patient's T cell. The viral vector is injected into the patient when it enters the, and then when it enters the T cell, causes it to express a CAR receptor. And that viral vector is, is typically uh, infused into the patient's bloodstream. That's how it's delivered to the body. With the multiple CAR T-cell formats, how would a doctor determine which one's best? Well, each format comes with its advantages and disadvantages. So let's review some of them. Although, wait, first let's review again the advantages and disadvantages of all CAR T-cell therapy formats. So for all CAR T-cell therapy formats, the advantages include the therapy is unique because it specifically targets cancer cells while sparing those healthy cells in contrast to other treatment methods that we mentioned prior that could kill both types of cells. And also another advantage is the therapy session is often just one time providing a benefit to the patient's lifestyle. Although a disadvantage of CAR T-cell therapies is the cytokine release syndrome, and that's a common side effect. And it occurs when the CAR T-cells multiply in your body and cause your body to make too many cytokines. And those cytokines are chemicals that can help T-cells function, but also cause severe flu-like symptoms. And side effects include like rapid heart rate, possible cardiac arrest, low blood pressure, kidney failure, potentially high fever and delirium. So mild forms of the syndrome can be managed with supportive therapies like steroids. So another disadvantage of all CAR T cells is what's called the immune effector cell associated neurotoxicity syndrome, which influences brain function. The symptoms can include confusion, 
seizures, brain swelling, irritability. And again, steroids are often used to treat this syndrome. Additionally, there's what's called off-target, off-tumor toxicity, which occurs when CAR T cells attack non-cancerous cells as a result of those cells also expressing the target antigen. Another side effect to mention includes anaphylaxis, which is a severe allergic reaction where the body becomes hypersensitive and is potentially life-threatening. So, you know, those were some advantages and disadvantages of all CAR T cell therapies in general, although let's niche down into the autologous CAR T cell format. Again, the autologous meaning the the product or ingredients were derived from your own body, those T cells. So advantages include the CAR T cells continue living in your body, destroying cancer cells for months, thus producing long-term remission in some patients. Other types of cancer therapies can't claim those benefits. Another advantage is there are no concerns about the quality control of batch production since the product is a one-to-one solution, meaning the product is derived from the patient. Now, some disadvantages to autologous approach on CAR T-cell include the vein-to-vein time, and and I mentioned we would bring that time up again. The vein-to-vein time or the turnaround time of developing the therapy is performed at a centralized lab location and can take several weeks, although realize time is of the essence In subsequent podcasts, we'll reveal the method of mitigating this by moving production from centralized lab locations to point-of-care locations. Another disadvantage to mention of autologous uh, is that production slots are limited, often creating delays that the patient can't afford. Now, let's let's jump back to allogeneic CAR T-cell format. Again, allogeneic is where the starter material the is donated, uh, by a donor. And let's talk about some of the advantages and disadvantages of this, of that. So the advantages are this therapy is often considered off the shelf being immediately available for patient's use instead of having to be processed from a patient's T cells. And another advantage, the therapy is considered scalable, being able to treat approximately up to a hundred patients from a single manufacturing run using one donor's biomaterial. Now, some disadvantages of the allogeneic uh, issues center around an inherent immunological mismatch between the donor and recipient occurring in any one of the following two conditions. There is graft-first-host disease, which results in tissue cell death, often in the skin, gastrointestinal tract, liver, and Ultimately, unfortunately, death might be possible. Another condition is immune-mediated rejection, which is when the recipient's immune system reacts against the allogeneic product, thus rejecting the cell therapy, limiting the therapeutic effects. In turn, CAR T cell longevity in the body is compromised, which does not allow for extended in vivo expansion of the CAR T cells, thus causing a relapse of cancer. Note that one strategy behind avoiding this natural immune response to the foreign CAR T cell is deploying immunosuppressive treatment regimens, which causes lymphodepletion, thereby increasing the risk of opportunistic infections. 
Another disadvantage of allogeneic CAR T cells includes T cell exhaustion, which occurs when there is an extended time of cell expansion as a result of trying to maximize the number of treatments manufactured from one donor sample. This increases the risk of T cells losing its effector function and memory, potentially adversely affecting its ability to kill cancer at all. Another, and, and this is the last uh, uh, one I'm going to mention, another allogeneic CAR T cell challenge exists in qualifying incoming materials due to batch to batch variability. This is because critical quality attributes of CAR T cells are currently not fully understood, which makes it challenging to develop logical criteria to test multiple separate batches, which would be derived from different donors for product consistency. With autologous, this is not an issue because the product is derived from the patient's blood. So, you know, we covered, Matt, the advantages and disadvantages of autologous and allogeneic formats of CAR T cell therapy. But what about the in vivo format? Let's, let's just touch on that for a second. So the in vivo format of CAR T cell therapy, the advantages include in vivo is still a nascent approach, yet could capture the efficacy benefits of autologous cell therapy with the reduced logistical production complexity of allogeneic therapy. Disadvantages of in vivo format include with a key issue is the inability to perform preemptive lymphodepletion in the patient prior to infusion of the treatment. The reason lymphodepletion is not a viable option in in vivo CAR T therapy is it would kill off the very cells targeted for in vivo cellular engineering. So it would kill off the T cells prior to genetic programming. And a second disadvantage of in vivo is the vehicle delivering the genetic material for re-engineering of the target T cells must be highly selective and target the correct cells. If it does not, you will have unintended gene modifications of off-target cells, meaning non-T cell specific. Chris, it's apparent there is a lot for an oncologist to consider when it comes to selecting the appropriate type of treatment for the patient. What will we be covering in the next podcast within this CAR T-cell therapy series? Matt, in MIDI's next podcast, we will investigate the effectiveness of CAR T-cell therapy against hematological malignancies versus solid tumors. There are significant efficacy differences between the two. You have been listening to MIDI's Innovation Vault series on next-gen CAR T-cell therapy democratization via advanced point-of-care production and applications with CEO of MIDI Medical Product Development, Chris Montalbano. If you have any questions or comments on today's podcast or would like to schedule a complimentary consultation with Chris about your business, you can reach him by phone at 1-631-467-8686 or email innovation at midipd.com. If you enjoyed this podcast content, please follow MIDI on social media to download informative industry-related white papers and industry-supporting material at www.midipd.com. That's M-I-D-I-P-D.com. 